get to Australia. Correspondent Murray Olds is with me. And please uh, tell us more about uh, <laughs> Mr. Perrottet and his Nazi uniform. Yeah, good morning, Tim. This is the Premier of New South Wales, the biggest state in, in Australia. And this is an internal hit job. Ten weeks out from an election that he's really up against, uh, he's up against it in terms of uh, getting uh, back in the March election. This is an internal job by someone who's had a photograph or something in the bottom drawer for a very, very long time. Uh, and Dominic Perrottet, really, he's just this clown child in a suit wandering around pretending to run New South Wales. He's one of these private school right-wing halfwits who, you know, graduate into the young liberals, go off to Sydney Uni. He's the third oldest of 12 children. Dad worked at the World Bank. Perrottet's got seven kids of his own. And the Perrottet family members all affiliated to Opus Dei, a Catholic group. They seek personal Christian holiness and try to shape their work in society and Christian principles. I looked that up. But here he is, swatting around at his own 21st in a Nazi uniform. And guess what? Mum and Dad were at the same party. What's the matter with them? Why don't they give him the, the biggest kick in the bum he could ever imagine till his nose pops off the front of his face and say, get home and change, you idiot. And here he is now, he's had this political career apparently for the last 20 years, looking over his shoulder, terrified. He, he emerged sort of blinking into the sunlight from the young Liberals and uh, wound up the accidental premier when Gladys Berejiklian fell foul of the uh, Integrity Commission in Sydney. So anyway, look, he's down there saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm truly upset, no, blah, blah, blah. It's a bit late and... Um, you know, we know who the guy is who, who stitched him up. Uh, would you believe he's actually from the same faction, apparently? So it's, uh, it's politics 101. Don't go to parties dressed as Adolf Hitler, you halfwit. All right. Uh, I'm glad you're clear on where you stand on this uh, particular matter. Uh, oh, I don't mate, know you... just, just time wasters, a lot of them. You, heard, you might have heard uh, <laughs> the sound of my hand slapping against my forehead there. Uh, uh, Andy has texted and said, hey, given the left are completely unconcerned about Trudeau's blackface episode, I'm sure they won't be too worried about Perrottet wearing an old uniform. But uh, interesting. We'll see how it unfolds the next couple of days. Uh, Brisbane police going public after the discovery of the body of a woman who may have been killed more than a year ago, uh, more than a decade ago. More than a decade ago, that's right, yes. The police um, were called in. We understand late last year we don't know exactly when because um, the remains of a woman were found jammed behind a um, in a unit complex uh, but wrapped in clothing and blankets and jammed behind hidden behind a brick wall she was found by cleaners police obviously kept it quiet at the time they didn't know what they were dealing with and didn't know how far back this goes they're now saying the body could have been there for up to 13 years identified as a, as a Caucasian, a female, not sure of the age, 30 to 55, they're saying, Tim, there's no formal identification at this point and, and no obvious link either, we understand, with anyone reported missing. Uh, so there's just, I've just drawn a blank, so now is the time they go public. And as we know, when police go public, chances are they've actually got a whole lot more information than they're letting on and they're trying to flush someone out. So anyway, at this point... They've got an unknown female, uh, looks like a victim of a, of a murder, uh, and 13 years missing behind this wall, at least. A couple survives three days and nights in shark-infested waters off Queensland. 
Yeah, you can't make this stuff up, can you? I mean, you can make movies of this, but uh, this is true. A young couple dropped off for a camping trip about 55 k's off the central Queensland coast, a place called Northwest Island. Never heard of it. Looked it up this morning, and uh, yeah, it's a fly speck. Anyway, they uh, they you know on the uh, on the island they set up their tent. Let's go paddleboarding. Great idea. Okay, three not you know three nights later, they are drifting along, barely able to keep their heads above the water. And they go past a father and his son. They're out there for a nighttime fishing expedition. Help, 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 they cry. And the son hasn't gone to sleep like Dad. He shines a torch and there they are. They, um, they basically survived because, well, the water was pretty warm and it was raining and they could get some fresh water. And, uh, you know, a minute later, they may have... Um, landed on a sandbar not too far away, they may have drowned. In any event, uh, the fishermen were able to drag them on board. They were, uh, they were stripped off, given a nice warm shower. They just drank water all night long, apparently, and uh, they were back on land um, the following day. But what a tale to tell. Three days, three nights, drifting in the water. As you say, sharks all over the joint. Right. These people are very, very lucky indeed. Very lucky, yeah. They'll um, no doubt be interested in something we're talking about after seven, a New Zealand company that's come up with shark-resistant swimwear. Hey, there you yeah. go. Yeah, there you go. So, you, you know, um, uh, they should send some to, uh, what's his name, Tony Abbott. <laughs> yes. Tony still goes down to my local surf club, you know, the Queenscliff Surf Club in Sydney. In his shark-resistant uh, budgie smugglers. No, he's got, the, he's got the budgie smugglers. I don't think they're shark-resistant. All right. Thanks <laughs> so much. Punch them. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up again next week. Murray Olds, uh, correspondent in Australia. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy, you've got a girl, get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl, you get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clint and Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.